actually like still blown away like all the changes that's happening it's like sometimes like i cry like with <sighs> happiness i work at the hotel industry after some time it's just like this is not something i want to do like my whole life i want to do something like you know like about social media and like traveling Welcome to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Lee, and I'll be sharing industry knowledge and social media tips through weekly interviews with established creators and Q&A sessions. Our goal is to help you decode social media, become a full-time influencer, and do what you love for a living. Let's dive in. Hello, creators. Today, we have two very inspiring stories from creators inside the full-time influencer program. First, we're going to hear from Sunshine, who joined the full-time influencer program sometime in late 2020, and she grew her account from 13K to now over 140,000 followers. She was able to successfully monetize her account and now does this full-time. She told me that sometimes she cries because she couldn't believe this is her job. She was even able to negotiate in just a span of two months brand deals worth an entire year's salary at where she used to work. After we hear from Sunshine, we're also going to hear from Abigail. Abigail joined the program a little later with only just a few hundred followers. In fact, she sent me a screenshot and it said 800 followers. Since she joined the program within a few months, she was able to grow from that 800 followers to 4,000 followers. Then she came to the monthly group consulting session and asked me for more advice. Since then, she's actually been able to grow to 50,000 plus followers and have had some amazing opportunities as well. So without further ado, let's hear from Sunshine and Abigail. Hi, Sunshine. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today and share your story. Um, if you could just use like two or three sentences to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do on Instagram. I'm Sunshine. I do uh, travel and adventure with my dog. So we mainly travel around southeast of the U U.S., which is like West Virginia, Virginia, and other neighboring states. So many beautiful hikes over there. Yes, which a lot of people actually don't know about because they always go to um, the west side of the, the country to go hiking. Yeah. So uh, can you also tell us a little bit about why you decided to start your page and maybe around what time? So it was actually right when COVID started. But before that, I wanted to like do something about social media, like YouTube and everything, because I was really curious what people do. Like I always yeah. watched YouTubers, Instagrams, like sharing their journey, like travel, because I love traveling. I've traveled yes. in a lot of countries, but I don't really share as they do because I'm like really introverted and I'm really shy. And then mm -hmm. when COVID, happened I got furloughed but mm. I was actually happy when that happened to me because I knew that I needed a break from working and yeah. I thought hey I, I maybe I can do something like uh, let's find something to do and what I did was I always wanted to get a dog which is now um like my, my Sancho like who I travel with and then I started like exploring places nearby because of the uh, because of COVID because we can't really like travel far. Oh wow, that's amazing to hear the backstory of it. I had no idea myself. So it's only been about one 
almost two years now that you have started. Yeah. Wow. So when did you join the full-time influencer program? So I believe it was the beginning of 2021. Oh, so it must be the uh, around August, September then, because that's our first launch of the course. Uh-huh. Amazing. So where were you at with your account when before you joined? So it was actually funny because when I started, I just posted anything that I think was cool because yeah. I didn't know what to do. So I was like, maybe people will like this but then i was thinking like why people don't like this content like they just like comment and like but doesn't really get the views that i wanted and then i was at thirteen thousand when i joined um full-time influencer and that is when i actually like went through the modules and then like the first thing that you taught us is to like check our profiles like if, if it has a clear like messaging like what's the reason why people should follow you so those yeah. are the kind of things and then when I started like yeah maybe that's the reason why people don't follow me or like I don't get results because I don't provide something like I don't help them with anything so mm -hmm. that's when I started like hey I can I have to define my niche and then that's when I went to traveling with my dog in Virginia. That's really cool. Um, yeah, because when you go to your page, it's so clear what you do. And it's just written out clearly. When you look at the thumbnails, you can tell immediately, oh, this is a girl who travels with her dog to beautiful hikes and places in a certain region. And I think that really makes your page very appealing and easy to follow and easy to understand as well. So now, if you look at Sunshine's page, you will find that she has more than 100,000 followers, which is incredible in that amount of time. Um, can you maybe walk us through how you managed to grow so much since you started? So when one of my video went viral, there was a lot of information there that a lot of people in Virginia didn't know about Virginia so yeah. it's like 10 bucket lists that you need to do with your dog in Virginia so they were like hey I've never been there I've been here in Virginia all my life and I haven't been to this place so mm -hmm. I was also that a lot of people didn't know of these places so yeah. that's when I was like hey this is where we're gonna start doing finding mm -hmm. places don't know so that's when I like started like researching a lot of places that not a lot of people don't know so every time I post about Virginia it does really well and I was like wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that must be where a lot of your audience base is yeah so after the first few viral reels then how did you go from there and continue to stay consistent and grow all the way to where you're at now? So I actually started posting different, like not just hiking. So yeah. they're also interested in like Airbnbs, which is like, I didn't know they were interested, but like the first two Airbnb reel that I posted went really viral and it 
actually helped me a lot with like new followers as well. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. So I guess what we can take away from that is that it's really important to experiment a little. Even when you have found a niche or a voice or something that people really like, it's okay to always experiment with some content that is similar that these people would also potentially be interested in. If they like hiking to beautiful places, they probably also like like cool Airbnbs in the area as well. And yeah. that can really help your growth from there as well. Yeah. So since you have grown so much, have there been any opportunities that have come about, maybe brand deals for um, your page and so on? Yes. So I'm, I don't know if I'm lucky or just <laughs> um, like 80% of my brand deals are actually, they're like reaching out to me. So as of right now, I'm not reaching out to anyone, but my calendar is full until like beginning of june so i I don't know i'm like sometimes i do want to ask them like how did they find me because these brands are really big so one of the biggest one we have is amazon oh wow yeah i'm actually working with them this year again Mm -hmm. and then another one is like ongoing right now i'm working with it's um sancho so which is funny like sancho still gets a lot of offer yeah. And he he's working right now with Purina. That's our first five-figure deal. Wow, that's incredible. Within two months, I earned my one-year salary from my previous job. Wow, that's insane. Re- is that recently? Just this month. So last year, because last year, that's when I was, I started like full-time, August and then like this February and March, like all the contracts, it just covered for my whole year salary. Wow, that is incredible. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, yeah, that's so, so cool. I'm so happy for you. When that, that happened for me, I also was like, how can this be real? Like I just a few years ago, I was like slaving away at a computer for like this much money. And then now it all happens in like one month or two months. It's incredible. I was like shocked. Like someone wants to pay me this much money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, to be fair, there is a lot of advertising dollars. And traditionally, they would go to, let's say, TV commercials, newspapers, magazines, and those were very expensive. And now all of that budget has gone to digital media and a part of it is influencer marketing. Like it depends on the brand, of course, but usually they have a portion set aside for influencer marketing. And for people who have great reach like you, it would be a very effective use of their dollars to to work with you. So yeah, you bring a lot of value to these brands. So now this is your full-time job, right? Yes. That's incredible. So Sunshine went from 13K followers and not so defined of a niche to now, I think, was it 140K when I watched? Yes, 142 this morning. Yes. Wow. 142 continuing to grow and landing five-figure brand deals. I honestly, that that really blows my mind because it's so incredible to see your growth just from 2020 to now, like the, the beginning of 2022. Do you think you can give us some advice for people who want to basically do the same as you to be able to grow to over 100K and also 
um, land some of these brand deals, maybe some quick tips and things that they can implement along the way? So what I did was the first thing is I define my niche. I yes. like niche down. And then you learn what your audience actually wants and need. And then like keep practicing making content. Yeah. Do you feel like you would have been able to get here within these just one year and a half um, if you hadn't joined a course like FTI? I'm actually looking back at it and I was like thinking maybe I'm still lost. I didn't know what to do at first. I was just posting anything that I think is cool. I feel sometimes it's really good to have a structure or like a clear outline of this is your first step and then this is your next step once you have defined your niche and then from there so that the blueprint is laid out for you and that you really can help to accelerate your growth and therefore like the ability to make this a, a full-time job. What I actually loved about the course is I thought when I purchased it, I was just going to read like slideshows yeah, yeah. and I was shocked that we're talking on there i hate reading so every time like if i'm not doing anything i'm like listening to what you were saying so it's like kind of like really really helpful for me to like concentrate because i like to listen rather than like reading it oh i see that's very interesting yeah i'm definitely also a visual learner as well um reading is just <laughs> not for me the information doesn't stay here for some reason and then also like what i love about that is that like every single detail like what music to use like how to put in like the beat of the music i actually applied it and i was like yeah that makes sense because people are gonna be more like that's how i edit my videos now i learned a lot of it and i applied to everything i do right now so to making content so what Sunshine is referring to is part of the Reels Rocket Ship program, which is separate to the full-time influencer program. And in there, originally, I, in the first version, I just had a lesson that was like, make sure you find impactful music and make here's how you find them. And then I actually got a lot of feedback from people where they're like, I don't know exactly how to match to the beat of the music. Like, how do I know like when the beat drops or what is impactful so then I updated it and then I even explained a little bit of like music theory like this is how you count the beat and then match the stuff but it's also really interesting for me to hear feedback like that from you it's so helpful because then I can understand how you better learn and I can also make it better for other people as well so that it's very very clear and they can immediately go on and implement all of these lessons and methods and so on and also i know you're from the philippines right i'm also a woman of color asian and i feel like sometimes when we're away from home we feel a little bit like it's hard to go out there and venture and maybe sometimes it feels like you're a little bit alone i don't know do you feel that way i i sometimes feel that way yes so it's kind of hard to relate with like I moved here like seven years ago, but it's hard because it's hard. It's just hard to like relate to them when you find someone like that's why I'm always happy when someone tells me like, oh, I'm from this country. I'm from the Philippines as well. So like I'm I'm meeting a lot of people. This is also like kind of helping me to be like venture out. Yeah, yeah. I guess I wanted to point that out because I feel like 
Sometimes we, as minorities, we might feel like there's not really a place for us, or we don't see other people who are similar to us doing the same thing. But the thing is, like, you can be that person. Like, you're probably、yes. one of the rare, probably I don't know, one of the only Filipino、um, girls in the U.S. going to discover beautiful places in Virginia. Is that right? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you can be the first, and you don't need to be intimidated by what is existing out there. If you don't see yourself in that, you can create something with your own voice, and your background is what is unique to you, and that's what makes you stand out. Yes. Can you share a piece of advice with maybe other women who want to get started, or maybe other women who are a minority and who have passions like you? What would you tell them if they're just starting out? Just be you, because I was trying to be like copying someone else's because I thought that was cool, because that was、mm. what people liked.、Yeah. But once you find yourself, like you're you're gonna like stand out. It's gonna bring out your own potential. Yeah, I love that so much. Every person that I met is from here in the U.S., and sometimes I feel like I am from a different country, so I don't understand them. But yeah, it's actually nice to start something that's not usual.、Uh, one more thing you mentioned was that you are very shy and introverted, which I totally feel you. I'm the same way. Was that sort of like a fear in the beginning for you to get started? Yes. Because I didn't, I I know how people can be cruel, especially to people that doesn't belong in this industry. That's like what I'm scared of. Like people are just gonna say like you're not part of this or something like、right. that. But it also pushed me. If COVID did not happen, I'm probably not here right now. That pushed me to do something what I love because I I was like, what if it's all done now? Like I'm just gonna. Go to afterlife, and I'm not gonna do something I love. So yeah, that's incredible. Even though you felt like you were、um, shy and you weren't sure if this was right for you, still went ahead. Could you even imagine that this would be your life right now? If you you look back on like two years ago, I'm actually like still blown away. Like all the changes that's happening. It's like sometimes like I cry like with happiness. <laughs> I work at the hotel industry. After some time, it's just like this is not something I want to do like my whole life. And I know. Back of my mind, I want to do something like you know, like about social media and like traveling. So when I purchased your course, I said to myself, "This is it. This is like the first step. I'm not、yeah. gonna give up after this because of how much I invested in this. And、mm. like every time I think that nothing's gonna happen, one good thing always ha-、um, happens. Like." Brands call me like, "Hey, do you want to work here?" So I was like, "Wow!" Like I was just thinking, like nothing is happening, and then the next day, someone's just gonna offer me a job. Incredible! I'm so 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 happy to hear that because this is why, this is why I created this course. Like this is why I 
want to share with people what's possible. I wish more people knew that you could do this and that you, you could do things that you love and actually make a really healthy income from it. So thank you so much for taking the time to share your story. It was really inspiring for me as well to, to hear this. And I just know that there's going to be so many more amazing opportunities、uh, coming for you in the future. So thank you. Thank you, Tina. So, what did you think? Wasn't that such an incredible story? When Sunshine said that she was so emotional and wanted to cry sometimes because she couldn't believe this is her job, I really felt her. Back when I was working my nine to five, I was totally envious of the creators that I followed on Instagram and they were jet setting around the globe. And now, fast forward a few years later, I'm one of these creators, which is absolutely incredible. I created this life for myself, and I'm here to help you do the same as well. Did you know that there are at least 11 ways to make money on Instagram? Creators are making six or even seven figures by sharing their passions online, and you can too. I created a free guide called The Ultimate Instagram Monetization Guide, covering all the ways you can monetize your account, even if you don't have any followers yet. In this guide, you'll find step by step tips, resources, and links so you can start making money from Instagram today. Head to successfulinfluencer.com slash monetize to download your copy or click the link in the description of this episode. Now back to the show. Now let's hear from another creator from the full time influencer program, Abigail. Hi, Abigail. Thank you for taking the time to come on the Full Time Influencer podcast. I would love for you to just maybe in a few sentences introduce yourself and tell us about what you do on Instagram. Hello, Tina. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. My name is Abigail, and my brand is the Lady Who Travels underscore on Instagram. I share solo travel tips and inspiration. To my audience. Awesome. So I actually、um, know that you started about a year ago, is that right? Yeah, we're, we're coming up on a year in June. Wow. So, what made you want to start your influencer journey in the first place? Yeah, so I was、um, during the pandemic, like a lot of people, I had a lot of free time and trying to figure out what was important to me. And I realized travel was one of them. We couldn't do that、yeah. at the time. So, I was going through my old photos.、Um, And I've always been told by my friends that I took pretty decent photos and I had a lot of tips. Whenever they wanted to travel, they would ask me for tips. So I decided to share that with the world、um, around May, June timeframe last year. And do you mostly do solo travel or sometimes do you travel with friends as well? So for the bulk of my travels the past five years, it's been solo. But、um, luckily, I've met new people in this community. And so I've been doing a bit more group trips recently. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw that you have some pretty epic drone shots. Do you do those yourself or does someone help you with that as well? I use the tips from the program to find a photographer with my drone shots. So that's how I was able to get those. In Guatemala, and just kind of propelled everything that happened after that. Yes, so, definitely. Actually, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Like, where were you when you first started before you joined the program, and then where are you now? Yeah, so when I started the program, I had just hit around a thousand followers. I had a decent posting strategy, maybe two to three times a week, but not really focused. I didn't know anything about pillars. Or、um, certain audiences that I wanted to target.、Um, and I knew that I wanted to do it 
I, I was always inspired by your content, Tina, and um, I knew I wanted to have that type of effect on people when they look at my pictures, like larger than life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, as soon as I saw it, I, I, I knew it was a commitment, but I, I was like, it was worth it. So that's where I started at, um, I be- in the fall, in the fall of last year. And then along the way, um, I know you started posting reels and you started to see some growth. And I also remember that you came to one of my consulting sessions and you had already granted, was it like 4,000 followers or so at that time? Yes. And yeah. let's, before we get there, yeah, I yeah. want people to know how quick that was because yeah. in addition to buying the FTI program, I bought the Reels rocket ship as well. And that's really what taught me about um, the power of Reels. So when that I joined maybe October, November timeframe, and we had the December audit, I had gone from 1000 to 4000. So that already tells you the types of tips that Tina shares in her program. That's amazing. And I just remember when you came, you had a question and you said, oh, should I start pitching to companies now that I have 4,000 followers or should I just keep going and get more followers and then pitch? And I believe I, I, my personal strategy would be to um, grow first if you have good momentum. And so that's what I told you. And then what happened from there? <laughs> so I took all of your advice, Tina, and I really said I'm going to follow your strategy of doubling down on the content. And um, I decided to just continue forward with the reels and trying to post as much as I can, sometimes twice a day, sometimes, you know, just once wow. a day. Um, yeah. And um, I was able to re-edit clips I had posted before so I yes. could use it multiple times. Um and it blew up. In the month of January, I gained 45,000 followers. And wow. I know it was insane. So I just remember like, oh, I can't wait to hit 10. And it was, there was a point I was gaining three to four or 5,000 per day because all of my reels were trending at the same time because of the yes, lag, yes. as you know, with yes. the sounds. So um, yeah, it just exploded in January. And yeah, it's been good ever since. <laughs> oh my God, that is incredible. I have to say out of like the newer creators, you're probably one of the fastest growing that I've seen, you know, starting from um, just getting to a thousand and then suddenly blowing up and now with over 50,000 followers, it's it's really inspiring to see. And so I really hope that anybody listening who thinks that it's really hard to grow with, you know, less than a thousand, it really is possible. Um, But I think along the way, you also found more of your voice and that's also how you were able to grow faster, right? Did you sort of spend some time experimenting? How did you finally decide to hone in on like a niche or your voice? Definitely. Um, When I was first starting, I wasn't sure what my audience wanted from me and um, trying to adjust the sounds to what to travel was a bit hard because I don't travel like every month or like every, you know, every, I'm not always on the road. Um, so I would just kind of do a smorgasbord, if you will, of topics based off of the pillars that we mentioned in one of the first lesson. Mm-hmm. So I would do a travel tip, um, maybe one day and then just like a pretty picture, sh- um, real shot. And then I noticed more people would ask me follow up questions to the travel tips. Um, I also, because of the real rocket ship, they mentioned 
um, posting on Reels as well as TikTok. And I was able to get on a lot of trending sounds beforehand doing yeah. TikTok. Um, I feel like it's less, um, not competitive, but it's like less pressure to post something beautiful every single time. Yes. Yeah. So I would test things on there. And if it was doing well, I would then bring it over maybe two to three weeks after. That's super smart. And then I found my stride of travel tips versus, um, you know, larger than life shots. But then when I went, when I actually did trips, like when my Guatemala trips, I knew what I wanted to shoot now because I know what mm. does well. Yes, mm -hmm. that's such a great point. So basically to sum it up in the beginning, when you decide on your niche, basically experiment on TikTok and also on Instagram to see what performs well and really do the different content pillars of, that define your brand. So experiment with different types of content. And then once you know what really works through experimentation, you can just like go hard on that. And for your future trips, you also know what to focus on. But I also love what you said about how you don't get to travel frequently, yet somehow you're able to post a lot. Like what is your trick there other than maybe repurposing some old content? Do you also mix that with new trending sounds or do you film some at home? How do you stay so consistent? Luckily, a lot of my trips, um, I like to go longer for seven to 10 days. Mm -hmm. And I use the tips in the program to schedule certain locations based off of the outfits I had. And so I made sure in every location to do a, some sort of transition. Mm -hmm. um, so when I get home, that the transition can be its own real series. Just the looks by itself can be a series. And then sometimes I will do um, sit down videos, just explaining tips that I have and using a, a, a nice real cover to keep my feed looking a consistent way. So I think between the tips, which are more sit down videos, and then using um, former clips with transitions, I've been able to have a steady flow of um, content. Yes, yes, that's super smart. And just another quick tip for anybody listening, you can also just take whatever went viral, if it was maybe a few months ago, um, you can repost it again, uh, when the time is right, because you've already gained a brand new audience and chances are they probably didn't even see that viral video. And so that's another chance for you to go viral again and grow even more. And it depends. Sometimes the algorithm may work and have it go viral again, but sometimes maybe not. But either way, it's still good to reintroduce that to your new audience. So I guess the next question I would love to ask is, has this growth brought any new opportunities for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, now that I kind of um, have gained a big more following, I've worked with um, a couple brands as far as hotel stays, and I'll be working with my first tourism board this upcoming week, which is a wow. really big deal for me. And yeah, I think when I approach brands, I just have more to, sh to show them as far as a yes. showcase of work. I've been focusing more on the content, mainly because a lot of places are still opening up. But I yes. have full confidence that um, going forward, more will come. Yes, definitely. And also because you grew so fast, it still will take some time for you to do the outreach and let people know about you and stay top of mind. And from there, I'm sure it will be like a snowball and everything will fall into place. That's so exciting. So what is a piece of 
um, advice that you would like to share with creators, especially I think women of color or solo travelers where they find that it's hard to, first of all, travel solo and secondly, to create content as well on top of everything else that you do in life? I definitely would say um, realize you don't have to change yourself in order to fit a certain box Mm -hmm. um, to appeal to an audience. Um, What held me back beforehand was because I'm a plus size woman and I'm a woman of color, I sometimes felt like I don't see a lot of myself in the travel niche. And um, I felt like nobody would want to hear what I had to say. But um, as long as you are confident and you're, you know your brand story in and out, um, it'll be able to showcase to your audience. And I'd also, and the, and the brands will come. I've had a lot of offers, um, but luckily since I have a bigger platform now, I'm able to choose which ones align with me. Um, but they will definitely come. Just know that you don't have to change yourself. Um, I know some people might feel like, um, oh, I need to be skinnier. I wish I was taller or something like that. But um, there's people that look just like you. What would people love about my platform and I, definitely your platform, Tina, is the representation that you have. And just seeing somebody that looks like them in a new space they've never heard of can inspire millions. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I totally understand how you felt where you're like, oh, why would anyone want to hear from me? Um, I think a lot of people, most people listening probably had the same issue when starting out. I had the same issue starting out, but it's so, so great that you did because now you have um, 50,000 and growing of a following where people really are eagerly waiting for your next post. So just that's a great piece of advice for anybody listening who has hesitations about starting. So actually, what do you do right now? Do you have a full-time job and you do Instagram on the side or? So right now I, um, I'm kind of doing full-time influencing and like part-time nine-to-five work I've transitioned (laughs) (laughs) so I'm doing yeah yeah so I'm slowly becoming the FTI (laughs) um so yeah I left my nine-to-five and now I take on some consulting projects doing that Mm -hmm. um but I'm like full in as of March 1st (laughs) so it's it's been great yeah 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 I guess I wanted to ask you how you were able to juggle all of this um, when you had your nine to five and also uh, post consistently show up all the time and be in stories because I saw that you're very active on stories and you show up with your face (laughs) too, which is great. Yes, I learned from the best. (laughs) And so um, one thing that I do to be consistent is definitely having a content calendar. And um, basically I... I noticed as I got more into it, it took up so much time and kind of made me um, intimidated seeing other people. So I just had to limit my time and make sure it was really strategic. So I would go online to get trending sounds maybe once or twice a week. And then when it's time for me to plan my content, I would go through those sounds and say, okay, I'm going to do it on this day. This this trend is about to die off. Let me do it real quick. Things like that. Yeah. Um, and as far as stories go, I try to batch my stories as well. Maybe I have to change an outfit or two. <laughs> That's super <laughs> but, smart. 
Yeah, but I make it work, and um, just for safety reasons, I decided to start batching my stories when I'm on the road as well, and not yes. posting um, while I while I'm there. I used to do that when I was much smaller, but um, you know, just to be safe, I'll do it at the location and maybe post it、um, when I'm somewhere else for sure. Yes. Yes, no, that's definitely a great tip.、Um, I also like to batch, and also it's not just for safety; it's also you can enjoy it more. And then、mm-hmm. you sift through all of the footage and clips and everything that you got, and you can really cut out the unnecessary parts and show like the more interesting aspects of your travel. So that's one thing that you can really do. And Also, I don't know if you do this, but what I do is like I stretch out the travel content to be like double the time that I was there. <laughs> yes, because it's just so much content, and you couldn't、mm-hmm. possibly put like thirty stories in one day. So I split it up, and usually it's like double the time. <laughs> so I get like one week off. Yes, for sure, and it definitely helps. Uh, when I like to make have a highlight of the places I've been, and when I'm going back and adding things to the highlight, if it's just me like eating a meal or something or something not really helpful,、um, definitely curating the stories makes it a much easier process. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to hear a little bit、um, about what made you happy about this course. We have many aspects of it that we like to share with people, like the knowledge inside, or the community aspect, or the group consulting aspect. But I'm just really curious how you feel. I was on the fence as well joining, but I you listed some people we could reach out to to talk to, and I did just that. I got her in her DMs, and she was telling me the success of the program. And now that I'm here, I would say that this program is unparalleled to any others out there.、Um, Thank you. People who are, of course, yeah. No, I I tell everybody that if you want to build a lasting brand, a brand that will last for years to come, you're going to be looking at it from a business aspect. This is the type of program you want to be a part of. It's not a program for people that are thinking of just getting. Free stuff here and there, or they want bragging rights. This is the place you go when you want to build an enterprise. Yes, yes, I love that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I just really believe that when you build a strong personal brand and the social media following, even if it's not on Instagram, it is sustainable, and you can transfer that audience elsewhere. And even if not the audience, you can transfer the skills elsewhere. And you can once you learn it once, once you've built it once, you can build it on any other platform or build a brand new account. It's the same skill set. So, and I would add that the skills that I gained from the program,、um, I have been able to work as a content creator for other brands, and、um, that's、mm-hmm. why I was able to switch my nine to five to. Um, more part time because I have、yeah. so many consulting content creation opportunities、yeah. um, um, through that. So it's definitely a transferable skill, not only just to post on your platform, but they're using it for their own.、Um, and these are like major、um, consumer good brands. Totally, that's a huge market. Just one last word:、um, What would you tell someone who's on the fence about joining FTI? I tell you, if you're interested in building a brand that is built to last. If you're ready to take that next step into your career as a full-time influencer, sign up. Thank you so much. Thank you, Abigail, for taking the time. I feel like your your amazing growth and story will really inspire others and show people what is possible. So, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
Thanks again for tuning in to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone who could benefit from it. And I'll see you in the next one.